Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, talks picking it up, let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Because he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never read Welcome in the zone What's up everybody Westmore, Christian Weaver We got Joe Klein In the studio already Kevin Kelly's on his way up here It is a shortened zone today Two hours No joke No uh, No uh no hit at Justin Aikley on that. On the he's not here. Not even here. No, you no. said it's a short show. Though. Short show. He's not here, though. We got a tall one. It's a tall Joe's show here, yeah. because <laughs> you, it's a, it's the tallest Wes, group, yeah, although radio guys. Kevin Kelly and I. Well, now here comes set, Coach Kelly to even yeah. it out. So now it is a short show. Sorry, Coach. We got... Yeah, that'll make you feel better. Razorbacks will uh, play after this uh, LSU game. LSU, South Carolina, top of the third inning. LSU's up two to nothing. So uh, Arkansas will start thirty, approximately thirty minutes after the completion of this game. But we're going to end at noon, so IMG can start the pregame show, and they'll fill until the uh, game begins. And you can hear it all right here on the bus. Arkansas starting Cody Adcock today. Nathan Detmer for A and M. Here's what's interesting: Detmer has been A and M's number one guy, or the, I hate to say number one, I use that term loosely because he hasn't been very good, but he's been their first pitcher on the weekend, whether it's been a Thursday game, Friday game, the last three weeks. He pitched against Arkansas in game number two. He's the pitcher who he, he completed one inning, looked kind of good, then he came out the second inning, just started walking everybody, and they took him out, looked like he had an injury or something was wrong with him. The next week, he pitched and he took over that first game. And, that, and he's been pitching either Thursday night or Friday night for A&M the last three weeks. So he's coming back on short rest because he pitched last Thursday. This is, I guess this shows you a little bit of the commitment for A&M. They, they're in it to win it. They, they want to do some damage because they're, they're going to go ahead and bring back their guy who usually pitches the first game on short rest to pitch today against Arkansas. What's the uh – Eight teams from the SEC get in the tournament, or how many? Oh, it's different every year. I mean, I mean, what, what's the projection? Ten. Oh, really? Yeah. Is in A&M, fact, A and M one of those ten. A and M was kind of number ten. Oh. Okay. There were those okay. who thought that A and M needed to win yesterday, or at least that you know that made everybody feel a lot better that right. they you know that something crazy may not happen and they'll get in. Uh, Georgia was one of those teams kind of they, they needed to make something happen because they've fallen off the last two, three weeks, and then they lost yesterday. So Georgia's out. It appears 10 SEC teams will wow. make it into the NCAA tournament, and that'll be, that'll be a record. That'll hmm. be a new record. And when you look at uh, the, the projections for regionals, I mean, there's, there could be seven or eight SEC teams hosting. <laughs> you could have half the field from the SEC hosting. And then you look at the top eight seeds, there could be five of the top eight all from the SEC. That's how loaded the SEC is this year. Mm. Well, if you're A&M, I think you do bring this guy back. Because even though you won yesterday and you feel like, we're probably in, at A&M, I bet there's some big-time pressure with yep. the money and the boosters to to be a part of that 10. I mean, are you kidding me? You can't be a part of the guys that make this, you know? So they've got the pressure on them. I feel like the pressure's all with them today. No, this is a team that's been in the College World Series. They, they expect That's their expectations. They had a good team coming in this year. There was a, a lot of thought that this would be a team that gets back to the College World Series. It's, it's honestly, it's been pitching. 
they've got a good hitting team that's been hitting better as of late, and that's why they've been playing better. Uh, but yesterday was kind of the crazy thing. They had a guy who hasn't been in one of their main starters through like eight innings against Tennessee, shut them out. Which is just what you need at oh, this point. For exactly. Those I mean, and if Arkansas, if it, you, you know, if that's what you want as Arkansas to win this SEC tournament, you need Cody Adcock to give you something like that today. Go six, seven innings and so that your bullpen doesn't get taxed. Today is, for me, this is like a midweek game for Arkansas. And that's the way I think Van Horn will treat it. Uh, you're going to see some guys that you won't necessarily see on the weekend getting some action. Cody Adcock's one of those. You'll see Cody from time to time on the weekends. Uh, but he's not one of your main stars. He has started a couple of games on the weekend. And at times, Cody Adcox looked like a guy like, wow, he, he could be he could be their third starter. And then there's been times that you're like, well, you got to get him out of there because he can't throw a strike. So you're, you're right, Coach. If they, if they catch uh, lightning in a bottle with Cody Adcock today, he could. He could go six innings, seven innings, and, and uh, lead this team to a, a victory. And then you turn to your weekend guys. Like yeah, then, you're set up. then you're really set yeah. up for a great run. Because – if if things go as planned, you pitch Hagen Smith tomorrow, and if you win that game tomorrow, you're off Friday. And then all you would have to play Saturday, Sunday. Well, then you let your Saturday starter pitch Saturday. You let your Sunday pitcher pitch Sunday. So you're not really taxed, and you're not pl- – the worst-case scenario is Arkansas loses today or tomorrow – and then wins, and they play like five games. That's the love-hate relationship I have with baseball. Same thing, World Series, playoffs, this kind of stuff. Can you imagine taking your best guy, like a Michael Jordan, and go, God, do we play him today because we need to win, or do we play him tomorrow? Mm. I want those guys playing all the time. Now, they can't in baseball. Mm-hmm. But, man, that makes it so tr- it's strategically different in baseball. And, man, you were in that in high school for all the years. I talked to our baseball coach. And you you got to win this one yeah. to make it in. But then, again, if you make it in, your next guy, you're worried. You you know, you're trying to win the thing. Do you waste him? You can't use your best guy when you need him mm-hmm. the most. So you try to count on a guy like Cody Adcock. Yeah. To get you where you need to go, then you're set up. And I'm sure they have a lot of faith in him, and they've coached him up and stuff. But it's a tough position to be in. A great example of that in college is when you get to a regional play, and your number one seed, let's say Arkansas, is playing a four seed, and you're like, you got to win that game. You you should win that game, even with your fourth or fifth best pitcher. You know, you, 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 it doesn't always work that way, though. It, it doesn't. It's happened before where you lost, but you'll see teams and called pitch off, and they'll pitch somebody else on that Friday night, save their number one guy for Saturday night when you're playing the number two guy, you know, the number two seed. And so you've got your main guy. It's hard to, it, what's, what's, it's the easiest sport to look back on. If you don't pitch your number one guy and you don't make it, you're like, God, we went out with our best guy not even playing. What do they call it? It's the, the best sport to second guess. What's the old saying about baseball and second guessing the manager? Um, uh, it, that's what happened with Van Horn last. Remember uh, Friday night? They're up 8-2. to two. Yep. They had uh, Morris in the game, and he was kind of rolling. He pitched two or three innings, and they took Morris out mm, in the eighth yeah. inning and brought in their closer, Gage Wood, who has been their best pitcher the last probably six weeks. Their best pitcher. I mean, even better than Hagen Smith. He has been their their closer, their rock, and he didn't have it. And he and sometimes I mean, it was it, just, sometimes though it's and it's kind of it's you know Dave Van Horn. I mean, I'm not going to second guess the guy. I don't, I don't know, but oh, but there were plenty of people you, second no, guessing they, they do, the guy. But when you, you bring him, to, but when you bring when you bring in a guy that's not in a immediate tough situation, yeah. are they mentally focused? I don't yep. think it's a physical thing. You're used to bringing him in in tough situations, and you're rolling along. You've got a good lead. And now you bring in a guy that's not used to coming in. He's a little relaxed, mm-hmm. a little not as focused, not as money sharp, because he doesn't think he has to be. Next thing you know, you walk a couple guys, give up a couple hits, and you're in a tough situation. I've always been against bringing in closers in non-closing situations. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. And I hope that's what was wrong with Cody a- or with uh, uh, Michael. I, I'm willing to bet it was. Gage Wood. Yeah, I, yeah because he did not look good. And they're going to need him next weekend, hopefully the next weekend to close out some very important games with a lot of pressure on, and hopefully that wasn't a a case where he wasn't ready for the moment. You know, because it was a big moment. They all knew. You win this game, you're SEC champs, outright champs, you're six outs away, and I'm hoping that wasn't the problem. That the moment was too big yeah, for him. I, don't think I hope it's exactly what you're talking I think about. He's he like, just I got wasn't a big focused. Lead. Yeah, I, I think it's too. Especially kids that age. Think about that. You're not even in the major. I mean, you're you're 21 years old. You're ready. To, no, you're coach. Like, he's I'm 18. Gonna, 
He's oh, a freshman. Even worse. He's yeah. a true freshman. But and, and I'm getting rid. And I'm you know he's thinking. I, I bet he's thinking. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch this. We're gonna be celebrating. We're gonna go out and have fun afterwards. It's gonna be a good time. And next thing you know, you've walked a couple guys, and you're like, uh oh. And you weren't ready at the beginning. I just think it's too easy to 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 put those guys in. They have to walk. Think about it. Normally, it comes in. It is a tight situation. You got to walk out there ready. He didn't have to walk out there ready. Now you want him to. But it wasn't the situation. And you, you make a great point because Gage Wood is one of those guys that's like a maximum effort guy. And I think that adrenaline yeah. pushes him. And instead of throwing it like uh, and we were talking with Bubba Carpenter Monday, he said the one thing that concerned him a little bit, he was like throwing 91 instead of 94. Well, the adrenaline wasn't there. I think you hit it. I think you hit it. All right, uh, coming up at 1030, John Neighbors will join us. He is in Hoover, and we'll get his thoughts and a little preview of Arkansas, Texas A&M. We've got Michael Felder at 1130. Uh, we've got birthdays, entertainment. We're going to squeeze all this in in two hours. We'll take your phone calls at 661-1037, 661-1037. Joe Klein, last night, Boston Celtics keep their season alive. And they honestly, they look good. Uh, yeah. You know, they're down, what, Finally six at played. the half, and then uh, they came back and played good basketball. Yeah, I mean, they've been sleepwalking. They've been lethargic. Uh, they haven't had uh, been attentive on the defensive end. That was by far, I think, in the whole playoffs, I think that was by far their best defensive effort, especially in the second half. There was a little more player movement, a little less ISO. Their, their, their offense is very predicated, probably more so uh, – as much as any team on the three-point shot uh, in the NBA, uh, but they they tend to settle. Uh, and again, Jalen Brown and, and Tatum really uh, can get into an ISO situation and really make everybody else stagnant. And when they when they struggle a little bit, man, it it goes downhill and it goes down quickly, especially this year because they're not getting stops and getting the ability to run uh, through their defense. Now last night they did. Um, and you know that that that's what's been missing. I mean, their intensity on the defensive end has been very very poor, and then the fact that they've been uh, ineffective offensively with shooting, with mm-hmm. ball movement, with player movement, been very stagnant on the offensive end, uh, having to bring it up every time and play against a set defense a majority of the time because your your defense is not creating any break situations mm-hmm. for him. So, but last night it all came together. Uh, and, uh, you know, the hardest thing to do in the NBA uh, is to close close a team out, especially a good team. You know, if you're in the conference finals, you're a good team, and you've got good players now. You might not have been playing good, mm-hmm. but you're a good team, You're and you're desperate. And you're all your – you've got – the coach is going to be able to get your attention. Uh, you're going to be tuned in. Now, you know, can you do that for four games? Probably not, but... Where was that desperation in the second half of uh, game three uh, where they were getting embarrassed? Because I thought they quit. Well, this this is, again, Celtics coach, what's his name, Christian, again? Uh, it's uh, Joe Mazzula. Mazzula, yeah. I think he's a good coach. If you're a coach in the NBA, you're, you're a good coach. You know coaching, but... He is in over his head right now. Playoffs in any sport. He said to, he lost the locker room. You, you go, you go <laughs> to, you go to the playoffs in the NFL. Okay, it's different than regular season. It's a whole, it's a whole different thing. I mean, it's a the the preparation, the intensity, the the the, the detail that has to be put into it, the little things. I mean, you can't leave anything unt- unturned, and so it goes, it goes up a whole different notch. And again, he's a good coach, but he got thrust into this situation right before training camp started. He didn't have any anybody that he got to put together a coaching staff. This is like this is your coaching staff. You're going to have to deal with it. And they had a they had a really good year, but again, it all changes. And I mean, Christian and I, and the when they played Atlanta, and it went to six games. That I mean, remember mm-hmm. we yeah. sit in here and go. Was concerned. This is. They should be steamrolling these. Yeah, guys. it should have been four yeah, zero. They should be three or whatever. So there was some, there was some uh, lackadaisical kind of oh, we got this kind of thing, and and against the Hawks, yeah, you can do that. Even against the Sixers, you know, Harden being so up and down and uh, and beat a little bit injured, 
you you can get away with it. But I mean, Miami, this whole culture thing that people talk about Miami and people roll their eyes. It's, it's a real, real. It's real. I mean, they are a hard nose, no nonsense. When you beat them, you beat them. You don't. They don't. And, they don't give you anything. <laughs> and no other team is rolling out five undrafted players right. playing like they do. And they well. And, they, and they, do you think it's a big deal? Like, who's the leader on the Celtics? Team? I don't. That's a great question. Who's the leader? Who's the leader on Miami's team? Butler. Butler. No question. Mm-hmm. That is huge, and, and, especially in this moment. And Spolstra. It's got their attention. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, Did you they, hear them interview after the law after the one you said they quit on the mm-hmm. game the other night, game five, whatever? Did you see them interview Spolster right after? And he they asked him point blank in the press. I love watching coaches press conferences. Have you lost the team in the locker room? He said yes. Missoula, you're talking. Yeah, Missoula, yes. Missoula. He said yes. He basically, he basically fell on the sword. Right. He yeah. did, but he did but, what he had to do. But if he he did he did it great. But has he if he's lost him in the locker room? You have no chance. No, absolutely. They have zero chance. No. So I, last night gave him a little hope. But even, was even, that just was that just a rebound? Everybody said we're quitters. We've got to play really hard, mm-hmm. and then now they fall off the next. Even play. last night when he took out Tatum, did you see? Uh, Shaq talked about that at halftime. Yeah. Like Tatum didn't get back or didn't do yeah. anything, so he he tried to coach him. He's like, man, you know, he's standing at the free throw. Yeah, line. you're not gonna do it. Get out. And, and Tatum. Waved, waved him off and went and sat at the end of the bench. Didn't shake anybody's hand. So I mean, it was kind wow. of a. Again, it's a. Li- again, you're in the playoffs now, and you're like during the season, you're like. And he should be their no, leader. No, but Tatum should be. Your your dude, and he's their dude. You got to be. You got to be. You got to be able to, like with Jordan and Bird and all them, as a role player. I'm sitting there and. He's looking at Jordan, going, you know, Mike, you got to get back. You got to move the ball. You got, you know, let's. He's talking, coaching Larry. So I'm sitting there going, well, if he's taking it, <laughs> you better. I better take it. You know? Right. And, that, and that's kind of how it all falls. And you know, Tom Brady, up at, you know, he lets he let Bill Belichick. You know, Tom Brady could have said, come out and I ain't doing this and I ain't doing, but he let Belichick coach him. And that sounds ridiculous, but. In pros, the players are bigger than the. It, it's a players' league. It's mm-hmm. a players' game. The it's they're the coming play, to watch the players. The players yeah. run it, okay. And so, as a coach, your best players have got to be in line with you, and they have to let you coach them. And you have to get off to the side, or have a meeting, or go to lunch with them, and go, look, man, you guys got to let me yell at you. You got to let me, you know, get on you. You got to let me do this because if you don't. I got no chance with everybody else. Well, and they still need to be coached. They still need to be coached. Absolutely. They can't see everything when you're in the middle right. of it. You're mm-hmm. still on yeah, side. They can and see that stuff. Is, is, it's night and day. When you're playing, you're trying to do what you need to do. When you're coaching, you're, you're, you see the whole picture. You're, you're mm. Offense, defense, I, rebounding. I mean, everything. You, you're going crazy. I remember when Tyron Liu got hired by the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I kind of thought he was another kind of like stereotypical LeBron yeah. coach that's just puppet. there. Yeah, he's a puppet. But then in the playoffs, yeah. he got on LeBron James and got and yeah. chewed him out and stuff like that. It's like, but oh, again, this guy can actually coach. But again, LeBron James has to let that happen. Yeah. yeah. If LeBron James tunes him out, then Liu's gone. And, 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 gone, and LeBron, like, though, had like been that. around long enough then. I don't think Jason it. Tatum, was, yeah. I don't think he has been around long enough. I don't enough think to he gets that. it. I yeah. mean, you got to, you know, you can't you can't take all the, you know, the, the sugar and not take any of the. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to look back on this in three or four years, Tatum, and be a better player because Absolutely. of it. Unfortunately, you have to go through this when Absolutely. you should be in the final. They're clearly the better team. Absolutely. Right. But they may not make. I don't. I still don't think they what plus two hundred is crazy. Yeah, on that it's like two ten. I think plus yeah. two ten. And I still would, I, would, I wouldn't bet that. No they got two games at home. Two out of the three yep. at home. Yep. Not that they're a great home team. That doesn't yep. mean right. an automatic win for Boston. But I mean, it kind of sets up, and then you start thinking that one of the only teams to do this, the Boston Red Sox. You know that's going to be but a rally cry in the city. Boston. They're going to be yeah. talking yeah. about if it. That they, gives the team they hope. They win this next game. Watch out! I think this next, I think this next I think game Celt- is huge. Because, I think the Celtics win Game Five because it all the pressure all flips to Miami. Now I mean it's it's like oh you got to win Game Six at home. And we've and we've lost two in a row. If we lose Game Six, no team. This has never happened yeah. before. All that whether you whether as a player you want to say it or not, all that they'll be like, oh, we're not worried about that. It's there, man. It is. It's 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 like pig pen 
on the peanuts. It's a <laughs> cloud that just follows you around. It's real. I wanted to get your opinion on this. Um, of course, Joe Mazua falling on the sword is pretty commendable. But you have two guys that are eligible for a Supermax extension, and they can't get it done yeah, versus the Heat. No. And I want to get your opinion. Um, would you trade Jalen Brown? I wouldn't pay him $250 million. I wouldn't pay him, yeah, $300 million. Whatever it is. Yeah, he's, I wouldn't, that's, I, a, that's, a, that's a contract that you're, again, he's, good, he's a good player, but 300, I don't think there's 300 ever, million, you talk about puts the handcuffs on your franchise because you got to pay Tatum that too. But yeah, do you not think, I think on the right team though, Oh, yeah. I think he could be the, a really good number one. I think I, I, I don't really think he's a number one. I I, 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 do, I think he could be. I, I think, think he, could I, be. Now, I love his game. I, I think love it too. A, I think he's a hell of a player. But man, you start what is that five six years three hundred million? Is yeah. That, so you're fifty million a year. Well, yeah, but that's not your, a, that's not what, way what, out of the. I mean, what's, what's Chris your Paul cap? making? What's your cap? One hundred and fifteen. Yeah, you're. Yeah, what's Chris Paul making? Thirty. Yeah, Forty. Huh? 30, 40. 40. I think he's making 40. Yeah. No, that next year, no, I, eight, next year, Aiton, uh, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Devin Booker, and Kevin, and, Durant. And Kevin Durant make $159 million. I think Chris Paul's contract. And, and the cap is. So, I think Chris Paul's contract was four years, 120, and last next year yeah, was fine. But I, I think the, I think. I think it escalated. It's right around okay. forty, but it, but I mean anyway. I mean those four guys make right about uh, uh, next year are going to make one hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, but you bring up the Chris Paul contract. It's like it's it's a bad contract. Well, now. it's relative though. Yeah, yeah, it's relative. Jalen right, Brown's yeah. worth way more than Chris Paul at this well, point. Yeah, right, yeah. But well, when, yeah, yeah. At this yeah, and but that's where we are. We're at this point. Yeah, and, it, and it's hard when four years ago you're looking at Chris Paul and going, "This is the piece," and we'll worry about. Him being overpaid four or five years and now for four or five years now after we went because you're sitting there going we're going to win two championships and is that what you have to do now though you have do you have to overpay those guys to get them to come because somebody will I mean that's yeah, just the way it is no, yeah. yeah no it's it's a it's it's a God, you do I do you kick yourself and now we've asked you this a million times for not <laughs> being bored twenty years later <laughs> would you still own a Corky's? If you'd gotten out of the NBA, making four hundred million, corkies. the whole, the whole franchise. franchise. Yeah. Every, I corky. think you would have started Big Joe's and franchised it out and had a thousand stores. Uh, I think I wouldn't be in the restaurant business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Great things happening at Guatney Chevrolet in the month of May. They're trying to get rid of all the 2023s, make some room for all the 2024s that are on the way. So what they're doing, they're giving you 1.9 percent financing on. Blazers, Equinox, Trailblazers, Traverse, Silverados, 1.9% financing, and you get no payments for 90 days. Go check out the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. Find that vehicle you want, then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. And remember, they're going to still give you a great deal on the car you're driving. They're paying top dollars for those vehicles. That'll help you pay off your note, have a little extra to pay down on the new car, and get 1.9% financing in the month of May at Guatney Chevrolet. Tune into The Zone Fridays for The Zone Rewind, when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. This is Sports Center. There was some quality pitching on day one of the 2023 SEC tournament in Hoover, Alabama. South Carolina knocked out Georgia 9-0. Texas A&M beat Tennessee 3-0. Alabama topped Kentucky 4-0. And then Auburn beat Missouri 10-4. The Arkansas Razorbacks begin their 2023 SEC tournament today as they take on the Texas A&M Aggies who once again defeated Tennessee yesterday. Arkansas swept the season series with A&M. There's one player though the Hogs will be without. That's John Bolton. During a Zoom call yesterday Today, Dave Van Horn said that John Bolton could play if the game was this weekend, but that was just a guess. South Carolina meets LSU today at 10.30 a.m. The Hogs and the Aggies will tangle 30 minutes after that game is over, so make sure you guys stay tuned to 103.7 The Buzz for coverage and for game times. I'm Josh Neighbors for The Buzz Radio Network. When was the last time you took some time to check your child's cell phone? It takes only a few seconds and a handful of clicks for your child to fall prey to sexual exploitation, harassment, 
cyberbullying, and worse. The Arkansas Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force wants to help you protect your children in the digital age. Go to aricac.org. That's aricac.org. So, when was the last time you took some time to check your child's cell phone? Make the time today. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Jeremiah Matthews in Little Rock, Justin Sollers in North Little Rock, or Michael Ludwig in Greenbrier today. Courtney Ballantyne here for the butcher shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for the butcher shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The butcher shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to the butcher shop steakhouse for lunch and dinner. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabin. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabin. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. Go Tires has a really good deal right now. Buy three, four tire, absolutely free. It's not a rebate where you mail in a coupon, they mail you a check a month later. No, it's right there in the store. You buy three, four tire, absolutely free. They didn't raise the prices on the tires to make up for it. It is a legitimate great deal right now at Big O Tires. they got all the name brand tires you could ever want, plus they have the Big O Tire. And don't forget, Big O Tires works on your car. They have mechanics there ready to help you out. Big O Tires. Cabot is Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. In Conway, it's on Hark Rider. Big O Tires, the team we trust. Coverage of the SEC Baseball Tournament from Hoover, Alabama is brought to you by Bale Chevrolet, Bud Light, Jones & Son Fine Jewelry, Edwards Food Giant, Homer's Ace Hardware, and Lion Legal Services. Let's head down to Hoover and bring in John Neighbors from the Hoover Met. We're getting ready for the first game for the Razorbacks. Uh, let's see, LSU up two to nothing, bottom of the fourth. That game's moving along pretty well, John. Hour into the game, and we're uh, we got about four innings completed. John, what happened, man? They, what'd you do? You're going to Hoover for four days, and you're gonna like it. What'd you do? Who'd you who'd you make mad at the bus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess it's, uh, you know, we, I guess we did an all drink. I was here two years ago when Arkansas won the whole thing. And I'll tell you this, I enjoyed going, but I had to, I had a vacation booked for months, uh, being at the beach with my friends during that week. And Acre said, no, you have to go. I'm like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And so all my friends were at the beach the entire time sending me Snapchats and how great it was. And I had to hang out in the uh, blistering heat of Hoover, Alabama. But at least they won. And then Baz and them went last year, and they went 0-2 in barbecue. So I guess they're just trying to mix it up and maybe we alternate. But, uh, but no, it, it's good to be back. The weather's perfect right now. And it looks like it's going to be perfect for the rest of the week. And, you know, you mentioned the fast-moving games, Wes. I believe, you know, something not only with uh, no rain delays is going to help and also the run rule after seven innings. But, you know, we talked about the pitch clock and everything. I think that this type of event is perfectly made and perfectly catered for the pitch clock and why it's such a huge bonus for something like this. John, would you rather Arkansas go 0-2 or 4-0? 0-2. And, uh, and, and it's not, it has anything to do with just taking the losses, but uh, I don't know if you guys talked about it on your show, but I know on my show uh, there were some statistics that came out on the SEC tournament just over the past six years and showed the, game, the amount of games played in the SEC tournament by certain teams and then what it equated to into the uh, field of 64, and I think it was very telling that teams that 
played four or more games in the SEC tournament. None of them made the College World Series. Uh, less than half of them made it into, uh, to the Super Regional. But if you go three games, right there at three games, it, over 50% of the SEC teams that have done that made the College World Series, and you've had a few championships from that, and also the same with 0-2 because of Mississippi State and Ole Miss. So just looking at trends and all that, 0-2, 1-3, seems, or 1-2, and 2, uh, seems to be the uh, stats, or at least the record you need to have to have a nice little postseason. And that's the last six years, those stats? Yeah, I believe six, five or six years. Yeah, so it's just recent history, not a huge sample size. Yeah, I just can't buy that, the difference between game three and a game four. Uh, and look, I get it. I don't want them. I said the worst-case scenario is playing five games. I think that would be terrible right now. But if they go 4-0 and or even you know 3-1 and and lose the championship, I mean, that would suck to make it there and play that fourth game. But the way I was explaining it, look, you know, you're kind of – this is a midweek game for them today. You know, they're, gonna, they're pitching off or yeah. they got Adcock going. But then it's just your normal three-game series, and you go Hagen-Smith, and you're, you're going to get uh, – uh, Tigered in there, and then uh, yeah, I guess then uh, Hunter Holland on the game, if there would be a, a, a game four. So I just can't see yeah. that if they went 4-0 being a bad thing. Well, see, my thing is too, is just, and this is just not for indicative of all the teams and all the seasons and everything, but, you know, man, just like every, this team is so injury-ridden, and, and it has been in each and every series. It seems like they've lost somebody. It's almost like I want to just play the least amount of games possible, but still advance. Like, still win the games of meaning just because of the, you know, I feel like the less, the less games you play, the better chance you have of not getting injured. And that's another reason why I'm like, hey, if they go 0-2, I'm fine. Because I just have this fear that something else is going to happen, you know? Like, some, somebody else is going to get injured or pull something, and, and it's just like they can't afford that right now. So they just need to get healthy. They need to get rested up, and I feel like that would be a, a benefit, too, of getting out of here as quickly as possible. Uh, you must be at the game because I heard all that yelling, and then I turn around, and look at the TV, and South Carolina hits a home run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to find a, a quieter spot for it, but uh, yeah, I guess the uh, fans are out on here. There's a ton of LSU fans here, a ton of LSU fans, and so they've really traveled. And quite a few South Carolina too, or at least people who aren't South Carolina fans seem to be rooting against LSU. So that seems to be the seems to be the vibe I'm looking at right now. Well, that dude, that Petrie kid, the freshman, the freshman phenom from South Carolina, absolutely just hammered a ball, and it barely got over the fence. I mean, uh, I know wow. yesterday the, the wind was kind of blowing in and thick air and the, the ball wasn't traveling. He crushed that, and I was like, how far is this going to go? And I thought the LSU guy was going to catch it at the fence or maybe even rob it of a home run. So it appears the ball's not flying too well today. But LSU up 2-1 to one over South Carolina. John, one of the concerns for me, though, if they go 0-2, you enter the regional on a four-game losing streak. I, I, I don't like that at all. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but it's just like, I don't know, isn't that kind of what Arkansas did last year, too? You know, then they then they enter into the the, the final uh, part of it because they went 0-2 in the SEC tournament last year. I'm pretty sure they lost the final two games for the series. I know they lost the series in the regular season. So, uh, But, you know, I, I, I don't know, Wes. It's like I part of me is just like they won it already, and, and it, it just I know that there's, you know, confidence that needs to be happening. Like, it'd be nice to see guys like, you know, Gage Wood get some reps in this week, yeah. you know, to kind of – build back some confidence. Maybe uh, some other guys. Maybe you're still getting Wagner back and trying to get him through, you know, coming off of injury. Like, that type of stuff I'm fine with. But, man, it's just, I'll be curious to see if if they say they lose today to A&M, what do they, how long does Hagen Smith go? You know, like, how long do they have him go for? That's going to be the uh, interesting fact. So, we'll see. Yeah, I can't see him going very far no matter what, even if they win. They're not going to – I mean, he's like, to me, on an 80-90 pitch limit. You know, it's just there's no need for him to get to 100 pitches uh, knowing yeah. that you need him for next Friday as fresh as possible. Who do you think uh, – uh, we know Cody Adcock's pitching today. Who else do you, you expect to see out of the bullpen? Well, you know, I, that's that's the ultimate question, and that's something I'm, I'm sure that Dave Van Horn's going to look at in the situations that he finds himself in. But you know, you know, is, is, is Arkansas leading with Kate, uh, with uh, Cody Adcock? Are they leading heavily? Is it like something they're down? Like, mm-hmm. I think that it's all just going to be how the game comes to him. But you know, I'd like to see Gage Wood. You know, at, at some point, I don't know if it's today or tomorrow, but would definitely like to see him. Uh, you know, maybe Zach Morris a little bit because he looked good in his last outing. Maybe continue to build his confidence a little bit. Uh, you know, they may go there. Uh, or, you know, do they, if Arkansas is losing or something, do they try to throw in 
some other guys like an, like an Austin Ledbetter, you know, or a Bybee, just to, you know, because we haven't seen much of them. And maybe just to kind of get everybody some reps that they possibly can heading into the postseason. I don't know. But I have a feeling, fellas, that uh, if today is, is either Arkansas is winning or losing and it's kind of at hand, uh, I think you're going to see a lot of pitchers just go through where they're not going to have too many big guys go for too long. I would say two or three innings probably, mm-hmm. if, depending on how the game goes. I agree. Uh, we got John Neighbors with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. He's down in Hoover covering the SEC tournament for us. Uh, John, when you saw the uh, – I didn't get to ask you this, the all-SEC teams, anybody left off that team that you thought was deserving to be mentioned? You know, that was that's fascinating because I looked at that list and and at first when I saw it, I'm like, okay, you know, that all makes sense. Like I get I get why the uh, the people are there and why they decided to go with those guys and everything. Like I understand that. I think it's fair. But then when I started looking at not possible snubs, and I think that that's kind of what you're referring to. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, nobody really like stood out majorly. Like it wasn't anything that was like, oh, this person got screwed over. There were some guys that maybe you know possibly could have been in there, but also makes you think about like you know injuries, like somebody like. You know, Jared Wagner, I think, would have been, uh, you know, a guy that probably would have gotten in, but he had to deal with injury. I, the guy that I – and it's like also, you know, I think about this with like a Caleb Cowley, for instance. He is right now an all-SEC player, but the only reason he probably didn't get in there is because of the fact he started so slow. So, you know, it's almost like you have great players that are worthy enough, but there was either an injury or a slow start or something like that that uh, ended up being uh, problematic there, too. So, I said, I, no one really stood out, but there's also some guys that probably could have made some arguments for it too. Yeah, I, I, I understand Borfin. I would have said that's the one guy that I thought yeah. should have been on there. Uh, seven home runs in SEC play alone, and, uh, and batting average was right there with Kendall Diggs. Uh, I guess I was a little surprised Kendall Diggs made it, but I mean he's had some huge hits for Arkansas, but it wasn't like a, he's hitting over 300 in SEC play and was a no-brainer. Glad to see him in there, but I thought Borfin. You know, you got an argument he should yeah. have been there somewhere. And to think, yeah, he's I, I, played every outfield position, too. Not that the coaches or the people who are voting on this knew that, but to, to be the only healthy outfielder and to play right field, left field, and center field, uh, that, that meant something to me, too. Yeah, well, and it goes back to the thing, and I, you know, and I keep bringing it up and beating a dead horse here, but it's like, you know, like Brady Tiger is an all-SEC caliber player, but of injury. Yeah. Uh, I think Josenberger could have been one, you know, who, who's had a, who's a really great year, but because of injury, Keeps them out a long time. Um, you know, think about all the pitchers that went out for the year uh, that could have, that were are worthy or at least good enough players and talented enough to be all SEC. That's, I think, what really just hinders it to where it's almost like it's kind of a good thing in a way, though, because like it shows you how many great players you have, but just because of the fact that they weren't able to play, didn't really get them the, the honor that they probably deserve. John, thanks. We'll let you run. Uh, have fun in Hoover. That's a phrase you don't hear a whole lot. <laughs> hey, they, they got they got the finest Applebee's here, buddy. And I can't uh, tell you what, I'm going to close that sucker down. It's going to be a good go. time. There you go. Living long. Appreciate long, it, guys. See you later, John. <laughs> I did see a tweet last night, and it was uh, from, dang, it's somebody who covers the SEC in, in the know. And he said it just seems in, inevitable that when Oklahoma and Texas joined the SEC, the SEC baseball tournament is going to move to Arlington. Sure. And they said, with the delays and the weather, you, you just can't have this in postseason baseball. They're going to have to go to a dome stadium. And the word is it's going to Arlington and that the Big 12 will have to move their tournament, which is in Arlington, to Houston and, and go to Minute Maid Park. Makes sense. I, that kind of got me excited. Uh, honestly, I've, I've never gone to Hoover. Never. In 20 years of being here and covering Razorbacks baseball, uh, we've never gone because, it honestly, it does not matter, you know? You know? How, as how far many, as TV coverage. What do you think the attendance in, in Arlington? Big, you know, you you got a, mm-hmm. you got a Jerry Jones-type baseball stadium. Yeah. Uh, in a in a good location, location dome, <laughs> things to do around there, right? Places to eat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what do you think attendance wise? They would average over twenty, right? Somewhere around twenty thousand. What do they average at Hoover? Ten, maybe. It's a good question. I yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I would guess around that. Yeah, maybe ten. Maybe I don't. I guess we can look at last night's games. Although, you know, the more important games are coming up. Right. I mean, like today, yeah. you got a chance to see. I think it is five ranked te- five of the top ten teams in the country playing today or something like that I saw. And then, of course, 
then the weekend comes and you'll get more people there on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But it's it's not like they're playing in front of a packed stadium, I don't believe, on, on the weekends. Because by then, a lot of people, their team's lost, so they get out of there. Yeah. They leave. Unless it's you know somebody that travels really well like LSU. I mean, their fans travel in, in hordes to go watch them, even at the SEC tournament. I mean, I'd like to go maybe once, just because I do. I love college baseball. I sat at work yesterday, and I had it on the SEC network the whole time and watched all the games yesterday. And that's just, but that's me. I like I like watching college baseball and other teams, and I would I would be one of those type of people who enjoy going to Hoover and just making a day out of it, and you know, going outside and grilling and having your beverages and going inside and watching some games. That would be fun. No, I I I think I would. Enjoy, I'm not a I'm not a watch it on. I can I watch it, but not like that. But going. I, I, yeah. I love baseball so much more in person. Than, oh, yeah. oh yeah, it's yeah. way better in person. It's a relaxed it's kinda, it's atmosphere. Kind of like hockey for me. I mean, I, I, hockey's the best in person. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, no question. I, I, I hockey in person is off the chart. It is awesome. Yeah, when I was in when I was coaching in Dallas, the Stars came. Yeah, and it was a new deal, so the city was excited yeah. at the same time. And I'm like, this is hockey stuff. Then Dogs. I went to a game, hooked, done, hooked. <laughs> We'll take a break. When we come back, we can take some of your phone calls. Phone lines will be open, 661-1037. You can also hit us up on the Asher Wrecker live fan feedback, the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, 661-1037. You're in the zone. I'm talking about Elliot's Mexican Grill. Take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican abachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elliot's. And now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft-serve ice cream. Elliot's Mexican Grill award-winning Mexican food with daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. You take exit 108 to Elliot's Mexican Grill. And more. It's just an acre, a little common sense message for everybody. Did you know the national seatbelt use rate is over 91%, but here in Arkansas it's under 80%? You may not want to hear numbers, but listen, that is a number that needs to go up for Arkansas. I think we're a little better than that. I think we can do a little better than that. I'd like to exceed the national average. The bottom line is it only takes two seconds to buckle your seatbelt. It could be the most important two seconds of your life, because without a seatbelt, you're risking your life and the lives of your passengers. If you still need a reason to buckle up, here's a sobering fact. In 2000, 2020, 51% of all passengers killed in car crashes were unrestrained. Wearing a seatbelt is the most important thing you're going to do to prevent death or injury in a car crash. For you and for everybody else in your car, I am challenging you to do what I do and buckle up every single time you get in the car and make sure everybody else in the car is restrained as well. The bottom line is seatbelts save 15,000 lives a year, and one day your life could be one of those. Let's answer the challenge, Arkansas. I'm buckled up. Are you? Click it or ticket every trip, every time. Ready for summer fun? Then get your family to the Sea Doom Memorial Day celebration. Going on now at Bradford Marine and ATV. Check out the great deal on the 2022 Sea Doom GTX 130 Pro. Was 12899 now only 10995 plus F&P while supplies last. That's over $1,900 in savings. The lake is calling. So hurry in to Bradford Marine and ATV today because these Memorial Day Sea Doom savings won't last long. And now the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to take five and it was a lot faster than I thought, so here it goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, 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 I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. Hello? Hey, I saw your car in Marketplace. When can I look at it? How about midnight at the truck stop? Buying a vehicle shouldn't be a risky venture. See Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock and know exactly what you're getting when it comes to quality pre-owned vehicles. At Guadney, make a clean trade with a clean title and clear, simple finance options. Shopping new, Sierra 1500 at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. And how about anything on on our lot with no payments for 90 days. Try finding that on Marketplace. Know what you
you're getting at Guadney Buick GMC. Hey, by any chance does the title say rebuilt? Absolutely not. The title says salvage, and that means foreign. Yeah, it's going to be a hard pass. I'm headed to Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. It's just an acre for my friends down at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. And if you are in the market for a handgun and don't want to break the bank, then listen up. Max Prairie Wings has got you covered with the Stoger STR9 9mm automatic. The Stoger STR9 9mm is packed with features you'd expect in a pistol costing twice as much. With its integrated rail, internal safety, reversible magazine release, optimized slide serrations, three-dot sight system, and enhanced ergonomics, you can count on consistent performance every time. And the best part... The Stoger STR 9 9mm is available in 17-round, 15-round, and 13-round models for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate. That's right. You won't find a better review, better quality, or a better price. Check out the Stoger STR 9 9mm for just $249 after a $50 mail-in rebate at MaxPW.com or in-store at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart, and that is just the tip of the iceberg of all the great deals they have. So go by and see my friends in Stuttgart, or go to their website, maxpw.com. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of The Zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite show on the Buzz app, online at 1037thebuzz.com, or watch us on your Facebook page at 1037thebuzz. Now, let's get into The Zone. Tonight I'll have a look and try to find my face again. Buried beneath this house, my spirit screams and dies again. Out back a monster wears a cloak of Persian leather Behind the TV screen I'm falling to my knees I said you got me True Service Community Federal Credit Union wants to save you some money. They have some counselors on hand right now that will sit down with you, your family, take a look at your finances, and figure out a way how they can save you money. For example, they got new home mortgage loans, home equity loans, auto loans, and they'll refinance your current auto loan. Three great locations. In Little Rock, they're by the butcher shop. In North Little Rock, they're on JFK. In Conway, they're on the campus of Hendricks College. And True Service is a huge supporter of local small businesses. They are ready to loan money for new startup businesses. And one of the many pluses there, when you call, they answer. You get to talk to the person working on your loan. Check them out online at trueservice.net. Take some phone calls in this segment, 661-1037. Also, uh, we'll hit up Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. Chris, if you want to take a look at that and filter through some of that stuff. And the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. I got someone that sent me uh, the the uh, capacity of uh, the Hoover Met. And it says 10,000 plus temporary bleacher seats, lawn seating, standing room only seating, 3,200 reserve box seats, 6,000 general admission. So it's somewhere around 19,000 is what it, it holds. It can yeah. yeah, I saw a uh, thing where in 2022, a crowd of 13,270 was the most ever. Most ever? Oh, no, that says fifth, actually. Oh, okay. First, most ever is 16,165. So I, I bet they don't average 10,000 a game then yeah. for for uh, the entire tournament. It's probably around eight or so, eight, nine, which isn't bad for college baseball. No, no. I mean, that's still better than some major probably league better, baseball teams better, like the Oakland A's. Probably better than <laughs> They're barely major. any other college tournament. Oh, no, no. I'm sure yeah. it's the best attended yeah. College, no doubt, no, uh, no doubt in my mind. But I, I do think if it went to Arlington, oh, the be, attendance would be well, a greater. I mean, and you could, you could, you know, if you go there with friends or family, you can actually 
if you if if you're the team that plays this morning and yeah. you're done at noon, you can make a two o'clock tea time, or you can you know whatever. Yeah, I mean, you can you can make a you can make a you can make plans. You can go to, to Six Flags. Yeah, whatever. You can go to Wet and yeah. Wild. Right. Yeah, you can go do something Applebee's. else. Applebee's. You could go to Applebee's <laughs> like Hoover, like uh, Neighbors is doing. Yeah. <laughs> One of. A thousand Applebee's in the Metroplex, yeah, or a different restaurant if you wanted to. Go to Applebee's if you're in the Metroplex, you could go to Applebee's for lunch. <laughs> Chili's for dinner. Chili's for dinner. <laughs> Applebee's Cracker Barrel late, for late night. Right. Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I really thought after Neighbors got off, you were going to play the Applebee's uh, song. I'd rather not hear that song okay. for the rest of my life. Okay. All right, we'll take a phone call. Navy Mike wants to jump in here. Navy Mike, well, welcome into the zone. Hey, what's up, Wes? Um, and uh, Joe, Big Joe's still there, right? Yeah. Yep. Hey, what up, Joe? Hey, um, Mike. You know, I, I have a comment for you uh, as far as the the Celtics. You know, obviously you, you play you play for that team, and um, they're probably near and dear to your heart. I'm I'm just hoping for an exciting series. But you know, if 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 I'm Joe Missoula, and pretty much he's living on borrowed time. The the, at, the right before the tip off of the next game. You know because. You know, Jason Tatum has been pressure cooker performer. And I walk up to Jason Tatum and I say, hey, JT, we're already down by 30. Go do your thing. <laughs> that way, whatever switch he flips in the fourth quarter, he seems to flip in the fourth quarter, he flips it right off the bat. Yeah. Right out of the get-go. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the guy's been unbelievable in the fourth quarter. Right. Get, somehow get that guy to do that right off the tip, you know? Yeah, he, Jason needs a little uh, more... Uh, sense of urgency, <laughs> I think is the phrase you're looking right. at. Right, and, and you know, and you know, Joe. And last thing, real quick, is uh, you know, everybody wants to talk about this ins- this insurmountable, insurmountable, uh, you know, like roadblock that we're having to win four straight to win a series if you're down three zero. It's not even that. Look, you you can't. The, the media makes something bigger than what it is. The fans make it bigger than what it is. Look, if you're the Celtics, you don't have to win. You can't win four games or three games in one night. Right. You can only win, just go one and zero. Win the next game. Just win the next you game. Win, you That's win. All. We were just talking on break. You win tomorrow night, and it and the pressure and mm-hmm. it, you know the whole the whole feel flips. I mean, it, they, now, now you're going to you you got now now instead of looking insurmountable, you're going yeah, winning Miami. But there's a, a reason it. Right. It's built as insurmountable because, because it's, it's never, never happened. Yeah. To, well, to bring that heat and bring that pressure and urgency for four games in a row and beat a really good, well-coached and, team. And, in well. honor of Justin, I'm going to say this. So if the Celtics win, they are bringing the heat back on the heat. That's a Justin thing. <laughs> it is a Justin. The heat is on the heat. What's, uh, the, what's the batting line? It was so plus, Celtics. plus 230 to win the series, I think. Was that it? We'll look in the second hour. Stick around. You're in the zone. Attention, Arkansas business owners and nonprofits. I'm Stan Miller from Pinnacle Global. Call us and let's discuss your employee retention tax credit eligibility. We'll take all the risk and handle everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to potentially receive financial benefits. Contact me, Attorney Stan Miller, at Pinnacle Global today at 501-352-9497. Remember, 